0: Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Counterculture catch Up. This is where we recap our weekly discussion. Our goal is to motivate the church to influence the culture around them with the kingdom of God by applying a biblical worldview to every single topic. To my left is our genuflecting pastor, Jamie. Jamie, how you doing from all that <laughs> genuflecting? I'm good. Good. <laughs> We're going to keep it at that. So our topic today is progressive Christianity. What is it? And we watched a video on uh, somebody who was a progressive Christian pastor. He actually goes by that title. So we'll be examining all of that. Hope you stick around, thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, and definitely take the opportunity, we'll link the video. It's about, what, 15 minutes or so, 18 Mm -hmm. minutes. Uh, Watch the video. It's hard to watch, actually. I, I had to watch it probably three times just to you know familiarize myself with it and before we did it for counterculture and it's a uh yeah it's for me it's difficult to watch you know because there there's so much in there that you're just like oh my goodness it's so out there you know well oddly enough it's out there but it's so what the culture is right you know so we were talking about that a bit and with that but but I would encourage you regardless of how bad it is to watch <laughs> watch it and then comment and a matter of fact with the comments I'd like to I'd like to thank everybody who's who's yeah. been commenting yes yeah,
0: awesome. and
1: uh, you know we we've had some we have some pretty good comments I'd like to read <laughs> one and I'm not sure who this person is because yeah. all we have are two letters I'm
0: telling you it's our fan from Bulgaria <laughs> yeah it could coming be.
1: in it could be um,
0: it's catching on there yes I'm
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, I bet this was uh, it's KK. And it said this was so informative and entertaining. This was for counterculture catch up number one. And this was about the age of the universe. Uh, Contagious laughter too. Thank you for brightening my day. Freedom Church is wonderful. I appreciate that. We really appreciate that. Um, and everybody who comments. And our, our hope is that we can continue the, the structure of counterculture on, online. You know, right. via the the YouTube channel, the Freedom yeah. Church NJ. Uh, if you go to that, you can subscribe, and then you mm-hmm. can get all of the the messages on from Sunday mornings yep. and and the counterculture catch up and catch and, the live stream with yeah. the
0: worship music too and everything.
1: It's it's so great. the the church is The church is just solid. Yeah. You know, preaching the word. The goal is that we can all just build our understanding of the Scripture mm-hmm. and make sure that our lives line up with yeah. it. You and know? make sure and our, our, church, worldview
0: and and our church lines up with yeah, it too. With every, exactly. Everything that we do yeah. to continually be. We'll be talking about that a lot tonight yeah. um, about how Scripture can be understood and it is clear on many things. You know, last couple weeks we talked about something where there's a little bit of interpretation that goes on in, in that subject. But tonight's going to be a lot more um, you're going to see that the interpretation that is given in the video is completely against what the clear teaching of scripture is and that scripture actually can be clear enough to be understood right. on these like essential topics. Right. That, um, so it's gonna be a little bit of a different uh, discussion than uh, the past couple weeks.
1: Um, so we, we watched this video and uh, it's a pastor and I, I believe he's in California and he's a progressive Christian. yeah it kind of fits the uh uh, what's going on out there now uh culturally and so the last couple weeks we've been doing science and then then bible and how that kind of works together and we like to switch things up a little bit someone had had asked about progressive christianity Mm -hmm. so so this is something that we we want to touch on because it's it's so important to, to to see what what is out there and what could be gradually infiltrating the church, mm-hmm. you know? And so watching this, uh, like I had mentioned, it, it's it's difficult because you see so many things that don't line up with the word of God. Mm-hmm. And and it, it's uh, a conglomeration of different worldviews yep. that are just brought different together, re- different, religions. different religions. Yeah, yeah Buddhism, Hinduism. Uh, and uh, Islam and, and all mm-hmm. of these, whatever is out there, essentially, is, is they just bring it all together mm-hmm. and, and everything's okay, you yeah. know? It's just this He, mix. he ended it's by terrible.
0: saying namaste. Yes. So I guess yeah. that's kind of all you need to know about it, but yeah. you can still, can still watch it to get the full, the full effect. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was surprised because I, I have some experience with people in my life that have gone into some sort of progressive Christianity. Um, but nothing near the level of this. Um, But I I have seen different, like, just creeping in, like you're saying, like different things creeping in, uh, especially about, you know, denying hell, um, denying the wrath of God, um, and redefining terms, really, um, that Scripture is clear on when you go into the the Greek of what it's actually saying. Um, And so, like we've been talking about the past couple weeks, you don't want to go into Scripture with a tradition, or with a worldview, and then just say, "Well, no, this passage says this," without digging into it. Right. But it doesn't mean that when you dig into it, you have to come out as this kind of a like a progressive um, type of a uh, belief. Sure. You know that that. Um, so scripture really is clear enough. But um, yeah, one thing that he was doing is I definitely felt like he was talking down to the people there, not in a condescending way, but in a like maturity way. Like, he would talk like how a kindergarten teacher would talk to their kindergarten right. students. Um, and I don't know if that's just his style or, or what, um, but I definitely got a sense as he was talking that he felt like, and he brought up mysticism and a lot of that, like, Eastern kind of religion where you're tapping into, like, the aura and, you know, um, uh, um, of Zen, you know, and, and yoga and that, like, that kind sure. of thing.
1: Um, the Brahmin yeah you know, that 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 mystical right. spirit thing that's in everything.
0: But it reminded me a lot of Gnosticism in the early church that was a huge debate True. Um, uh, people that thought they had this extra revelation outside of scripture that um only they were enlightened enough to really understand this. And I felt like he was kind of treating the what well, uh, what is the term that he used? Was it conservative evangelicals or something? Let me just look on here real quick conventional Christians, yeah, right. which he would loop us into, like evangelical, Bible-believing Christians, um, that they just haven't quite reached that like plateau yet. you know. And uh, only when you get to this kind of mystic understanding of scripture and of the church and of what God is doing through the spirit, but it's all emotional and God spoke to me, and then scripture kind of takes a back seat. Right. And that's where so many dangerous beliefs Come through the door, sure. And that's what we saw. In, oh, we see, in what he was talking about.
1: Yeah, and we see that all throughout the culture, right? What's going on throughout the right. culture now is, uh, however you feel about something, that's the real you, and it's not. Uh, the, and we see the 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 confusion with, you know, well, the biology. Well, you're born this way uh, physically, but you feel this way emotionally, or spiritually i guess they would they would say and but but the feeling is the real you it's not the the obvious you right you know it's how you feel and and, it, and it's so it's so destructive because there's no foundation of truth at all yeah it's a it's uh the the gnostic tradition right you know with uh, uh with first john john was, exactly. john yes. was coming against gnosticism yeah. with with the book of first john and it's and that was going on then mm-hmm. and then we see it and this is this progressive continual lie of satan mm-hmm. that has been going on since the garden it's the same lie <laughs> it's the same lie mm-hmm. just repackaged you know, and and yeah and it's it's uh, it's adjusted for the culture you know yeah. it's like the, the the schemes of the devil are still yeah. at work and the it, it, it you see it in postmodernism yeah. you know that 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 kind of like when postmodernism became a thing or or was labeled that mm-hmm. uh, or identified that way you know postmodernism identified itself that way <laughs> uh <clears throat> hold on Say what <laughs> uh, the uh it, it's that same idea that there is no real fixed truth that there is there is your truth yeah. there is my truth there is there's all kinds of truth mm-hmm. out there and it's so destructive mm-hmm. you know and then when you mix that with the other cultural things that are going on that we see outside with with this, this uh, devaluing human beings, yep. and we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. And when you get all of that going on, like it is a a, a perfect way of destroying mm-hmm. humanity. Mm-hmm. It's Satan knows what he's doing. Yeah. But what's interesting, and I we were, as we were discussing it in the class, I was thinking about it, and it's like I tend to think of of the devil as as a being that really has no self-control, like has to do wrong, has to, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and can't stop himself. And it's almost like we we look at the Democratic Party or the leftists, we'll say, Mm -hmm. you know, that this progressive uh, cultural ideas, like they can't stop themselves because one lie begets another lie Mm -hmm. begets another lie and you get into a place where it's like, well, you've shown yourself for who you are. And I find it so interesting because it's like it's almost like like Satan didn't want it to be this obvious. You know, like (laughs) now we have now we have eight points of progressive Christianity. And these eight points are you could follow this and take it right out of the church and see that this is the exact same thing Mm -hmm. that's going on in the culture today that is destroying the culture. And it's like, well, thank you for giving us. Right. Now we have, we actually see the playbook. Yes. Yeah. And so, as Christians, we can say, "That's what's going on." Okay. Yeah. Now, how do we answer that? Right. You it's know? so
0: on the face of it, yeah. it it's so obvious. I, um, yeah, I couldn't believe how much of a correlation there was between what the um, like leftist liberal side of politics believe and what the progressive oh, yeah. Christianity, what what they're, what he was saying in the video is. Um, you know, even um, with women's rights and with LGBTQ things, and even the care of the earth, you know, stuff like that. And um, just how, like, even you'll be like God, right? That's right. like what his his main thing was. Um, what it was talking about how this interesting view of Christ as being not, you know, Jesus the Messiah, but. Um, Jesus kind of tapped into this, like, larger thing of Christ and that we all are kind of a part of that as well. You right. know, it's kind of like the we're all in this together, you know, kind of, kind of a mantra.
1: The Christ. Yeah. That's right.
0: um, But getting back to what you were talking about with Satan and his, his original deception with Eve, the deception was if you eat of this, you'll be like God, you know, and that's kind of like always been like humans. That's what idolatry is, right? It's trying to be God and it's saying, I want what I want you know, and not what God wants, but if I am God, which he got into the Psalm 82 passage, right, I say to you that you are all gods, you know, and, um, and, and taking scriptures completely out of context, one here, one here, one here, you know, just from random places in scripture to try to make his point, which is a clear sign of eisegesis, right, reading into the text something that you want it to say, instead of exegesis, taking something out of the text, which is really where the uh, foundation of scripture comes from right that scripture actually has a meaning (laughs) like it has one clear meaning and then yes you can apply it to other things but um when you're just taking a passage out of a a book and then putting it into a your context that you want it to be you're going to get some really wacky beliefs which is what we were seeing um tonight and um yeah but but wanting to be like god you know and uh one of the things that i brought up Um, Because I'm I'm thinking of myself as if I was in his congregation, right? And I was hearing all of this, you know, you are Christ, whatever Jesus did, you are, you know, Um, Jesus, like, essentially wasn't anybody special. He just like kind of found his, his niche that we need to kind of find as well, and that we are all God, you know, Um, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, with all of the struggles that I have and all of the the pains and the sins and these like little besetting angers and stuff like that like how is this supposed to be encouraging to me because if i'm supposed to say when i go home and i have let's say i have incredible anxiety right well i'm god it's like um why do i have this then (laughs) you know like i'm not maybe i'm just not believing enough or whatever but you know the the core of christianity is Christ is holy. He was without sin, the only one. And that's why when we believe in him, we become in Christ. And so now we are seen as holy, right? right? Um, Before a holy God, even though we ourselves are still sinful. And so when I go through um, whatever the sin is that's in my life or anxiety or depression, I don't have to say, like try to lie to myself and be like, but I'm God, you know? But instead I can say, he is God. And so I can go to him and get the spiritual peace that I need. I can go to the throne of grace because he has made a way. And there, I don't see that you can go to Christ for anything because you are the same thing that Christ was.
1: Yeah, he offers nothing beyond you. He's not transcendent, Yeah, you know? And even this mystical Christ, You know, thing that he's talking about is not really transcending. Really, it it doesn't have any power. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, and well, it's not
0: based on reality. It's it's not based on what God revealed in His Word. Right, and it also doesn't make sense because He's like God is perfect and holy. He's Abba Father, and I am not perfect and holy.
1: Like what you know, the anxiety thing. You know, you go to you go to your Father. You go to Abba Father. The almighty god who created heaven and earth mm-hmm. like this is someone you know this is this is the 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 this is your father yeah you know who you can run to right and you can say you know help me and and get directed by the word of god but when the, the word of god just becomes platitudes yeah. it has no power yeah you know and that's what it is for the progressive christian mm-hmm. the word of god is no more important than than any writings of buddha or any writings of the mystics you know he referred to mystics twice i think right it. and it's like and they they hold them in the same esteem mm-hmm. you know there's no more value in god's word so when it says be anxious for nothing you know right. but in everything pray right it's like well that, that, that it doesn't help you if you're not praying to a god who <laughs> right. cares yeah and is beyond us yeah that can come in and now now uh we can cry out to him and come boldly before his throne and he said okay well this is the right this is the right place for you to be mm-hmm. and now i can help you with mm-hmm. that you know yeah. there's no strength there's no power in god's word yeah and uh it becomes, it becomes not real yeah. you know and and that's really the whole yeah. the whole thing it's not a real thing it's Your truth is your truth. Right, it's
0: very postmodern, like you're saying. uh,
1: Go ahead. Uh, I was just going
0: to say one one thing I did want to bring up. I didn't get to bring it up tonight, but I mentioned it to you after.
1: Why did I cut you off?
0: No, no, not you, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it was a good group tonight, though. It was was, a good group. It was lively, and yeah. yeah. Good conversation. But um, yeah, we've been talking the past couple weeks about when you read a passage, sometimes the way that you go into it, you already have an idea of what that passage means. And sometimes it's good to examine what is in the original Greek, you know, and yeah. see if what the passage is actually saying is what you were always brought up that you thought it said, right? And so um, we, he discussed John 3.16 in the video, right? Like the it was most,
1: his key verse. His key yeah.
0: verse, yeah. And so he put this really weird, you know, spin on it and everything. But um, I was thinking about that verse recently because I was watching The Chosen. Right, the the famous uh, TV show, and yes, Jamie is wearing. And, but I've and, never seen. <laughs> it is not, I, it's advertise not an it's advertisement. It's not Because it's not about the show at all. Um, but it was interesting because I was watching in the first season um, with Jesus and Nicodemus when they're up on the roof, right, which is the the spot that John chapter three is in, and um, and Nicodemus is my favorite character in that uh, show. It's so this is an amazing, amazing scene, right? But Jesus. Quotes John three sixteen, but he does it in a way like different than I am used to hearing it because he says um, God loves the world in this way that he gave his only Son and that whoever believes in him won't perish but will have eternal life. And I heard that and I was like that was weird because I've always heard it God so loved the world, right? And um, so then I looked into what the Greek is saying there, you know, and uh, it's interesting because that word so actually it doesn't it's not um, a term of degree like God so. Love the world. He loved the world this much. It's actually about how God loves the world. He loved the world in this way that right. he does this. And um, it's the same word actually that Jesus uses in the Lord's Prayer when Jesus says don't pray like the uh, Pharisees who they heap up these like vain words over and over and over because they think they'll be heard by God, but instead pray in this way. And that's the same word in this way. Our Father who art in heaven, would be right. up. So he's not saying instead pray so much. You right. Know? Right. But he's saying this is the way you should pray. And then so it's like a purpose clause. This is how you should do this in that way. Um so I thought it was just an interesting point that we should not be afraid to also examine verses that we've always heard right. and then see what the verse is actually saying. Now, the spin that this guy put on it.
1: Doesn't matter what the Greek. (laughs) No, (laughs) he is not concerned with
0: the Greek. Well, the reason I thought of it with this, too, is because he he, he was like, I wish that everybody just stopped after the first six words. Because it says, God so loved the world. And he's like, if we could just stop there. And I'm like, that's not even what that part means.
1: (laughs) And then why stop there if... You're going to tell us what the next part means, but it means what you want it to right. mean. Right. Why would we have to stop Why there? Why would you stop there yeah. if that's the truth of what that's saying? Yeah.
0: Unless you're going to have to yeah. put a spin oh, yeah. on it.
1: Unless no one in the world except for a few people yeah. understand this mystical Because he saying. got this higher oh, revelation
0: yes. from God about of course, what this means. You know. So it's like going to the Greek is different from I got this other revelation from Jesus. Right. You know, Jesus himself spoke to me or, you know, whatever it is. It's like, well, he, he actually spoke it when, when he said it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? That's,
1: like, that's actually what he said. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So he's,
0: he's contradicting what he said before? Of course. Okay.
1: Well, no, it's a progressive. Right. So it's it's so like he, the... Jesus is like learning the, more. Yeah, it's like the He's Jehovah's Witness uh, fallback verse in Psalms where it says the light of the righteous shines brighter and brighter unto the the, the uh, noonday, I think it is. And it's like this, well, you know, truth is revealed over time and that's, you know, that's, okay. was, you know, that's the whole... They, they, they try and get around, you know, like, well, you know, back... Now we're now we're talking about Jehovah's Witnesses. But uh, you know, way back when, you know, they're they, they understood things different with the watchtower. You know, it's not the same now.
0: Because they got yeah. predictions wrong and stuff yes, like that. Exactly. Uh, so And you're just yeah. like say what
1: <laughs> Exactly <laughs> 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 That's perfect.
0: instead of like you know the old testament passages that are like if you make a prophecy and it doesn't uh, come to pass yes. then not only you're not supposed to believe that prophet but i think yeah. the prophet's supposed to be stoned, yeah, be
1: stoned to death I yeah think it.
0: but it's no we don't take that verse we no want, we oh, want to no. take the it's getting brighter yeah. and brighter we're yeah. just getting more more revelation it's the
1: revelation is coming gradually for us yeah um well let me ask you a question right so he started this off with uh with he was talking about tim tebow Yes, you know, and that's how the John three sixteen thing came up, and the genuflecting, <laughs> and the genuflecting. Yes. Oh, that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> but then he made the, and this is what you would see in the all throughout culture and the progressive church. He he was he made a reference to um, to Colin Kaepernick when he yeah. was taking a knee, and it's such a it is not even the same argument yeah it's like you can't you can't compare that the you only know? thing that yeah. is
0: connected between them is that they both knew yes it. that's, that's exactly literally the, the only thing it. that that's is exact-
1: oh they played football similar. Yeah. <laughs> right well only you, one played better than everyone. i was
0: gonna say can you call what colin company <laughs> plays football
1: <laughs> you know he's only not playing because you know, right it's just so ridiculous yeah. all of it's so ridiculous but 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 it is throughout the culture yeah it's just yeah but i i want to before we um well you know we will continue on with the with what the message that this guy brought Mm -hmm. but i wanted to touch on some of the uh, actually the eight points i'd like to go through those yeah and then discuss them a little bit and this is from (laughs) progressivechristianity.org so there's an actual website you can go if you you really find progressive christianity Um, fulfilling somehow uh, when it offers nothing yeah but uh, but uh, let's go through it so this is this was printed right off of their website Uh, it says by calling ourselves progressive Christians we mean that we are Christians who number one believe that following the path and teachings of Jesus can lead to an awareness and and experience of the sacred and the oneness and unity of all life Mm. But what do you say to that?
0: Well, you see the Eastern influence coming oh, in right away, yeah. and the, just kind of trying to get in with the oneness of like the um, the aura of yeah. the
1: world, you know. Yeah. It's a, it, following the path and teachings of Jesus can lead. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that he is the way, right? Right. You know, he is the way to to uh, to any you know life. You right. know, it's not yeah, not every, just him.
0: Every one of these points are <clears throat> leading yeah. in the terminology, it's leading to an agenda.
1: Right. And, that, and, and if you as you hear these things, really consider what's going on in the culture today mm-hmm. and not only not only in the, the, the uh, church and consider what you see if you don't go to to our church or a good Bible believing church, and you might see some little things that stand out mm-hmm. related to this. And I would encourage you, if run. you see that, run. <laughs> Exactly. We just say <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, but, uh, but we'd encourage you to, to get into a good Bible-believing church. Uh, number two, affirm that the teachings of Jesus provide but one of many ways to experience the sacredness and oneness of life. And that we can draw from diverse sources of wisdom in our spiritual journey.
0: I'm like, I don't know how many sources that? of life yeah. I even want to, I don't even know if I want to get to this sacredness and oneness of life.
1: R- right. What does that even mean? Yeah. yeah. It's such a
0: nebulous yeah. term.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and, and like you said, this is this is a lot of Eastern mysticism that gets brought right into the church because all of them are on equal footing to the progressive Christian. Mm. There's not one that's more valuable. And that's a lot of this is very Hindu, you know, very uh, Brahmin kind of like top Brahmin. Uh, (laughs) The the, uh... Chronicles' new line of soup, top Brahmin. Uh, Number three uh, seek community that is inclusive of all people, including but not limited to conventional Christians. How do you think that conventional Christians? Who stand on God's word would be received by uh, folks in a progressive Christian church or with a pro- progressive Christian world.
0: What does it say that they would be inclusive of yeah, them?
1: Sure, you think that would be?
0: I mean, I, I find it hard to. I don't know what inclusive would mean of that. Sure, because definitely condescending to. Because I've, I mean, you saw it in the video, but I, I've seen it too in, in my life. It's like you just haven't reached this next plateau, right. you
1: know. Well, even in the even in the video that we watched when he got to the end of it, towards the end of it, he was referencing essentially saying that we are closed-minded and we need to expand, mm-hmm. you know, and uh and be more inclusive, really. You know, it's kind of what he was saying. Mm-hmm. But uh so conventional Christians Sound, and questioning skeptics, which is okay. Like we we would take in yes. Uh, questioning skeptics believers and agnostics uh, women and men which, I found and, was interesting. which is interesting because they put the women before the men which you know is on purpose sure no problem with
0: <clears throat> women right of course but right. just that you can tell there's an agenda there
1: right those of all sexual orientations and gender identities mm-hmm. and those of all classes and abilities so seeking community that is inclusive of all people mm-hmm. you know it's it's uh it, it, it's more than just people coming to church like any of these people could come to our yes. our church mm-hmm. and they would you know they're they're going to hear the truth yes and it may not it, it the truth will offend yeah you know and that's and that's just what the truth does otherwise
0: you'd never open your mouth <laughs> oh for me yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah <clears throat> well even take that um the the gender identities right and stuff like if somebody came in who was struggling with maybe they had um like actual emotional they they weren't sure about probably because of something that they were taught in school or something like that they are welcome to come to our church, but they're going to hear from scripture, God made them male and female, and that they have different roles. If you're a man, you have certain roles in the church, certain roles in the world, and then as a woman, the same thing. Nothing can be clearer than of course giving birth, you know, and things like that. That is like, this is obviously, there are different roles there. And so we would try to help them along and see what is God's best plan them from scripture sure. but, and i don't think that that's what they're saying obviously they're right. saying we would accept you and leave it at that even if what you're in is actually a life different from what god would want sure. you to have but we're still going to leave you in your place that, right that we won't we won't say we won't anything help against you. that
1: yeah. uh, because that's your truth but also that it's more than just coming into the body it's affirming you know and that's really mm-hmm. what it's about it's you we, we would, the, the, the progressive Christian would say, we'll affirm that. Mm-hmm. And and it, it has a lot of problems. You know, obviously it's not scriptural, but, but the, where does this, like follow this to its end? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we talk about, you know, you, you look at different sexual orientations, gender identities, what about pedophilia? What about what about people with a proclivity to, to do heinous acts? Mm-hmm. What about rape? What about, you know, people who have this bent towards these things? Yeah. You where do you stop with yeah. this? You you can't you back yourself into such a corner. You can't determine any truth at all. Yeah. So you can't come down on any of that. Right. You know, and because if you
0: do, and you do have a hard stance on, well, this is wrong. Well, what is your foundation for saying right. that's wrong? Is it scripture? Sure. So now we're going to scripture and making. But um, yeah, and we, we talked about this the other day, which I think is is an interesting point because people will often say, well, I was born this way. Right. And I was born with, um, let's say, same sex attraction. Right. Which sure. I understand. I actually think that that is true, that people, some people are born, born with, with that. Proclivity, so. Yeah, proclivity mm-hmm. to that. But well, two things. One, if God says that that is not the lifestyle you should lead in life, then you have to take up your cross and follow him, if that's what God says. Two, we believe that we are born with the sin nature. Right. And so not everything that we're born with is something that is a good thing. Um, So if you're born with something that is a sin, or that is if you follow it, that's a sin. Let's put it that way, because I don't think that just having the desire is necessarily a sin, but acting on that desire would be the sin, where the sin would come from, then you have to leave that sin at the cross where Jesus paid for it.
1: I'd like to re- reference back to another video that I watched in preparation for counterculture tonight. And <clears throat> I watched a cu- uh, actually probably four different videos. I didn't get through all all of them. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. take it after a little while. But uh, but the one that I watched, it was three Christians and three, yeah. uh, three uh, mm-hmm. traditional Christians. I wouldn't say conservative, but traditional at least, and three progressive Christians, and this idea of homosexuality came up because mm-hmm. the progressive one was a, a homosexual pastor, and <clears throat> but this this young man was like, listen, and he, he this is one of the uh, traditional Christians. He said that I I have no desire uh, to be with a woman, and I have that kind of that homosexual tendency mm-hmm. that's in me and i can't say where it came from it's just there but i know what the bible says yeah and i'm going to honor god's word so i'm i'll remain celibate mm-hmm. if that's what it what it is mm-hmm. and i think that is i that's right yep that is the right thing Yep. You know, I think that's what the Apostle Paul did, yeah. you know. Right. You might be born with all kinds of proclivity to, mm-hmm. to do some. Wait a minute. Different I'm sorry. Thing.
0: Paul did not have that.
1: He didn't. He didn't have, have the same sex. To, to oh, no no, 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 no. I, I said that wrong. Okay.
0: What What I meant. I'm yeah, sorry. clear that. Sorry. Yeah, i think I know
1: what you meant. Because
0: well, what I was thinking in my mind, I was going to say next. And I spoke before I said oh. what I actually was going to say. <laughs> what I was going to say is. Look, Wait, Paul? If, if you have.
1: But and I know what he, I know if what
0: he you is. have a desire for the opposite sex you don't get to just right. go do that desire at any you know wantonly whenever you want to do that you, there's still rules on when you can do that of course um, marriage being the only place sure. that god prescribes that is okay to act on those desires and so if you say well i was born with a proclivity towards loving women it's like yeah you can't just act on that we don't affirm that you can just lust you know whenever you want jesus says you can't lust so it's like okay we're gonna take jesus's word on that point and it should go the same way for same-sex attraction too you know the sin is not having the proclivity to it the sin is if you act on it sure
1: you know or i'm born with a, a desire to like like kleptomania or something like that where it's like well you know that's not good it's Right. Just because you're born with, right. with a tendency right. towards it, right. doesn't mean to go. That, that, that's your. That's your, that's truth. your flesh. Well, it's your that's your flesh. That's your truth. That's, that's
0: your flesh, Joel. That's
1: your truth. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> you can't We're tell me true. it's wrong. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> that
0: was so good.
1: But to get back to to, uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, you explained it, but uh, with Paul. You know, he he chose to put his relationship with God before his own desire. Mm-hmm. You know, he he even said that it is it's be, it, it would be better if you're like me, mm-hmm. but if you have a if you have a desire for women, if you're burning with passion, we'll get married. Not to marry yeah. You know, this is not this is not like a, a
0: yeah. He who finds a, a wife, it, finds a good thing. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. a good thing, but but you know, you can choose. That's what it yeah. comes down to. Yeah it's de- your desire doesn't make you who you are right. you don't
0: have you know? to act on whatever your desires are right. as a matter of fact this is what i was saying about the flesh how many times in scripture are we told to deny our flesh right and yeah. so if you're born this way well you're born with the sinful flesh don't act yeah. on that sinful flesh exactly crucify it at the cross where jesus crucified his flesh even though he didn't have any sin you know but right. yeah he was able to withstand all those temptations and pay for ours and pay for our sins
1: yeah absolutely um, yeah all right number four know that the way we behave towards one another is the fullest expression of what we believe
0: okay so trying to trying to come down on actual beliefs and you know doctrinal statements and things like that right. and saying the way that we act toward each other that is like kind of your statement of faith rather right. than it being put in set in stone
1: like that well yeah and and we know that there's an agenda to this mm-hmm. but 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 reading that by itself without understanding an agenda it's there there is some truth there's to some it. truth to that yeah. and you know we we do act what we believe you know and that's that is telling you know if we yeah. truly believe and that's that's when we do the truth project you know mm-hmm. if we if we really, really. believe well, what we believe is, is really is really real real yeah yeah. Do, do like, we believe what we believe is really real? You are talking about Israel now? Something like that. Say <laughs> <show> what? <laughs> um, but it, but it's but it really like how would we act if that's really the truth? Mm-hmm. If if when yep, we read great. God's word, when we when we go through and and we we hear a message and we we uh, do we truly believe what we're reading, what we're hearing? that's lined up with God's word mm-hmm. and if we do that should cause us to act yes that should change who we are you know it's like that's the point yeah you know we come we come to the to the church we come to church to be uh to be equipped you know we right. don't come to church to get our and and you know, there are, there are seasons when mm-hmm. things are you know you you just need uh, an emotional prop or you need you need the body is like the the community you're going through you know it could be yeah so i'm not i'm not um putting anybody down for that i mean i've been through all kinds of seasons i've been at this church 31 years now yeah and so and i've had some bad seasons but but ultimately the church is to feed the sheep right that's what it's for you know and you look at what jesus said to peter right yeah do you love me okay well feed my sheep right you know, yeah, it's the foundation of our of our church is, yeah. is the apostles and Peter. And yeah. it's like, well, feed my sheep. That's yeah. the that's your job. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, we're talking about
0: first John and first John is all about how will people know that we are of the truth right? because of our love for the brothers. Yeah. So there's definitely a sense in which do you believe in the son of God? Like belief is definitely belief in doctrines like son of God. Yeah. Right. All these things are important. Um, but if you do believe them, how will people know that? love each other right and so that there is like you said there's a sense in which that can be taken as true but you can't end there to where you say well there is no doctrine then right you can't have that be your answer because now you don't have a son of god now you don't have the cross saving us from our sins and now we don't have a gospel anymore (laughs) exactly
1: (laughs) we have some some uh amorphous you know helping each other it's just without the foundation for it. Exactly. Um, so number five, find grace in the search for understanding and believe there is more value in questioning than in absolutes. Right. That's it's what like, how crazy that's is what that? we were just
0: talking about. You don't want they they don't the progressive Christianity movement does not want absolute truths because that's not what postmodernism <laughs> right. is about. And if you have an absolute truth, that means that somebody could be wrong. Right. And if somebody's wrong, you're putting them down, so you're not affirming them, and all of that other
1: stuff happens. Right, it's the idea of continually searching. You know, it's like find grace in the search for understanding, <clears throat> and believe there's more value in questioning. The searching and the questioning is mm-hmm. the key part. Right, yeah. You know, it's like you're never coming to a place where there is an absolute truth, which is so fascinating, really, when you consider you have pastors preaching things about this mm-hmm. but what are you preaching right like what are you saying there's no absolute
0: truth. Why, why would
1: i believe anything that you say right. you yeah. know if they if you bring you're bringing nothing but the idea of searching and questioning yeah you know yeah so, with, no,
0: with no answers. yeah
1: you know it's just that it's it doesn't
0: one thing i found with provides um, nothing yeah one thing i found with talking with <laughs> some of my friends who are kind of into this kind of stuff is um because if you just say you know you're wrong kind of a thing like that's not and we talked about that the past couple weeks like try to go into the arguments and then do it with gentleness and reverence try to so what i try to do if i can have the opportunity is just to go straight to jesus's own teaching and to be like look this is what we know jesus said okay other things if you have you know jesus spoke to me in my dream and stuff not discounting any of that but scripture is the definite word of god and what jesus said Two things that in regards to absolute truth. One, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father but by me.
1: Oh, he said, I am? Yeah. He said, I? Okay. I'm just making sure. Because that would be like an. Say what?
0: <laughs> I don't know what you mean.
1: <laughs> well, Jesus well says, during I am, the video, boy, oh, right. No, but during the video, like you remember it, kind of in the beginning when he was talking about Son of God and Son of Man and. And he's he's talking in the third person. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know, he, so whoever he believes say me. In him, whoever believes you know? in him. Yeah. Right. And it, and so it's like, well, I mean, I is yes. related to me, and you yes. know, it's really yeah. Kind that's of a, the, that's same the thing.
0: problem with taking things out of context because this no. is the same book of John, a with it? in a couple chapters later, and Jesus says, "I am the way, the truth, the truth." That's an absolute statement. Oh, absolutely. he is the absolutely, truth. Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely, yes and um so that's one thing and another thing is when jesus talks to the uh I believe it's the pharisees and they're talking about the resurrection and, and they have a disagreement there and jesus is like you're wrong i think he says you err you err not knowing the scriptures or the power of god mm-hmm. so jesus is not afraid to tell people when they're wrong they're wrong because jesus being love speaks the truth right and the truth is the most loving thing you can Absolutely. say to somebody oh, yeah. um so yeah he said you you're wrong because you don't understand scripture you yeah. know and so uh, you know inferring from that scripture does have an absolute truth meaning to whatever that passage is that he was talking about and they should have known what it was yeah and they were wrong for not knowing that
1: yeah you well know? they searched the scriptures right they that's, searched the know, scriptures
0: that's, yeah. yeah but they missed
1: then they the missed most all the of the it. point yeah the whole point yeah <clears yeah. <clears <throat> if they were just more progressive <laughs> Uh, Say say what? It's right over there. You can reach for it if you want. I just do it. Need no stinking button.
0: Yeah, but your voice isn't as good as the guys in the vine.
1: Whoa! (laughs) Say what? Ah,
0: Like music to my ears. (laughs) Is it? It's almost to my falsetto voice, but it's like your, yes, your truth. That's
1: how I hear it, man. Okay, so number six, strive for peace and justice among all people. Is that bad?
0: That's not. That sounds a lot like Jesus, actually. Wow,
1: that's pretty amazing, right? Yeah. But we know that there is There's a big agenda. there. Mm, big agenda. Yeah. It's peace and justice, all kinds of justice. And justice is just justice, right? right? Once you add social to it right. or add something else to justice, Racial it's not or... just anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's not taking everything into account and being and holding uh, the one standard for everything. Mm -hmm. Now it's, well, now the standards are different for this group. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just not just, you know, but strive for peace. I mean, the scripture makes it plain that, you know, be at peace with all men as much as it's up to us. And, uh, of course, that's good. And we're seeking for that. But and I'd like to throw this in here, too, because they don't mention this, but this. I would imagine they might want to revise this at some point that this really is kind of talking about unity right mm-hmm. unity or equity yep those kind of things and unfortunately you know that term unity well like we hear the president say it all the time you know oh, we got to be you know let's have unified, unity yeah. will be unified and all this you need something to be unified under yeah you know, if there is no concept of reality, yep. no real truth, no foundation, no foundation for anything, well, how are you going to have any kind of unification? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, we're going to be unified, and be at peace with all people, and and be just, and all that, as long as you follow me. Mm-hmm. You know, let's be unified under my doctrine. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's like.
0: i was going to say with with justice it's the same thing because this cry for justice it's like that's god sits on the throne of justice but when you take away sin and you take away god's wrath and you take away his holiness and that he is the only one who is without sin you have just wiped out any sort of final justice that will be handed out one day and that's why there is a hell right that's why god is going to be pouring out wrath on sinners that are wicked and that have only continually lived a life against god because that is what a just judge does he punishes sinners and when you don't have that you don't have justice anymore right and so if you want justice for all justice means that the scales are even sin needs to be punished otherwise you're not a good and holy person right and if you just don't if you leave that sin going unpunished then you are not a just right you're not being just
1: and uh, this this popped in my head during the, the uh, uh, during counterculture too, that we we can look at people. You know, uh, this was uh, one of the other videos that I was that I was listening to or watching or uh, barely getting through. But it was it was uh, talking about. I think somebody had said, "Oh, that's what it was." He was referencing like, "Well, you see people who." obviously, you know, the spirit's moving in them. And he was talking about, you know, the bisexual or or homosexual or transgender or, you know, folks like that. And and they're, you know, God loves them too. And and you can see that that the Holy Spirit's working in them and they're and and they're such great people. Mm. And it's and and it it brings me back to I, I think maybe just this this idea of a man-centered gospel Mm -hmm. that has been perpetuated been been kind of like spread throughout our culture for sure and maybe throughout the world but probably mostly in our culture the western western world in that you don't understand what the sacrifice of christ did Mm -hmm. and you don't understand what what the holy spirit does Mm -hmm. you know it's you can reform yourself all you want, but the sin problem is still yeah, there. It
0: wouldn't be taken away. It's
1: yeah. not taken away. I don't care how good you look. Mm-hmm. And we can be deceived by that. We can see, oh, but these people look so, they're like, they're, God's not going to send them to hell because mm-hmm. look at how good they are. It's like you don't understand. They need that curse of Adam taken care right. of. They yep. need their sin problem dealt with. Yep. That's what that's the power that the gospel brings Mm -hmm. is that change that it's not and and we can be not great representatives of christ but still have our sin forgiven yeah because the reality is christ takes that curse and changes that and makes us a new creation in christ jesus Mm -hmm. it's not how good that person looks Mm -hmm. you know and that brings that kind of builds right into this idea like you were mentioning with uh folks that you know you know well i can't i just can't believe that i can't believe in hell it's like well but you're looking at something wrong Mm -hmm. you know and or i can't believe that person would be sent to hell it's like well you're looking at something wrong yeah you're misunderstanding the gospel you're
0: misunderstanding how heinous your sin is sure. to god too because it's well they only did this much or whatever it's like to you maybe they only did that much to a holy god we don't even know what that right. looks what like what does that look like you know for, for a holy god to, and like you said uh it's the curse of the sin that they're under you know it's not just for whatever they're they're doing like one thing that's a sin. right
1: it's not for that lie that they just yeah. told or they they've only told one or whatever it's i mean those things are important but mm-hmm. that isn't the heart of the issue the yeah. heart of the issue is, is that you're born with this nature and that nature be, needs to be dealt right. with yeah and that's what christ did on the cross
0: yeah and that's why in romans 8 where it says there is therefore now no condemnation right. to those who are in christ jesus you know why because christ jesus took away that condemnation yeah. if you're not h- hanging on to jesus for your life then you are still under condemnation, and I feel like what the um, the progressive Christians are saying is there's no condemnation anymore. Period. And it's like no, 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 no. If that condemnation is not dealt with, the condemnation of being under the law, having to fulfill the whole law, break the law in one
1: right, right one respect, your you're guilty of all
0: of it. All yeah. of it um, that condemnation, you will not, you cannot be free from that condemnation unless you have somebody to bear that sin for you. Once you have that, and then by faith we hang on to Christ now christ we get to take on his righteousness right. for ourselves and that is why we there's no condemnation for us but if you take away that what christ did on the cross and his him taking the pen, the penalty for our sins then you do not have freedom from that condemnation
1: right. we need a transcendent god we need something beyond us right yep. and and perfection yeah. to deal with that you know yep. we can't deal with our nature we can stop doing things we can uh, you know i can stop yeah you know doing whatever mm. i can i again i can reform myself
0: it doesn't and my an
1: actions
0: issue. it's just symptoms. but
1: we need someone who is perfect and transcendent who can take that nature and change that nature and only god can do that yep. through christ and that's 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 the gospel. Yeah. You know? preaching it's tonight. the reality of it. Yeah, we are preaching tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So number seven. Strive to protect and restore the integrity of our earth. <laughs> there it is. <laughs>
0: Say what? <laughs> you know those those shirts where it's like, I support the current thing. Yeah, <laughs> right? That's right. <laughs> that's, right. That's what it is.
1: Now, but there there's a reality to um not much of that statement actually (laughs) uh but there is a reality to we should be good stewards you know of the earth Mm -hmm. we should do our best to to do what's best for where we're living Mm -hmm. you know and and i think that not
0: needlessly killing things sure yeah
1: you know except for mice except
0: for mice and cave crickets cave crickets yes yeah
1: they are from the bottomless pit
0: they are, yes. Uh-huh. That's what John saw, I'm telling you, in Revelation. <laughs> but,
1: uh, <laughs> like massive right.
0: cave crickets as big as humans yeah. just crawling out. Ugh.
1: And with literal shields and Oh, yeah. Do they have faced, like, men or yes, something? Oh. <laughs> Is that literal?
0: They have faced, like, hockey players, like, no, no teeth. <laughs> well,
1: they wouldn't anyway. They have, I mean, mandibles, but... Anyway, I won't get scientific. Yeah, <laughs> right. um, but uh, but we should be good good stewards and 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 not be dumping oil down storm drains yes. and, yeah. and things like that. And yep. and if something yes. makes sense and it's and it's reasonable, we should we should do it, you know. But but the this panic over the earth, right? You know, this is this is a the a, agenda. Again. This is a, a portion of um, another religion. Totally. You Mm -hmm. know, the people who they they may not be going to a progressive Christian church, but they're like sold out on on climate, the climate and the earth and all this stuff. And that's their that is their religion. Yeah. And
0: um, this earth is not our final home the way it is right now, at least. And we know from scripture this earth is going to be destroyed to make room for a new and better earth. You know, yeah. and that's gonna not be by humans being so you know bad that they're trashing the earth. God is going to, like he did with Noah, with the water. Uh-huh. Now he eventually is going to uh, flood the earth with fire. You know, so God, though we should take his creation seriously and be good stewards of it, like God told Adam, right? Uh, give you all these things under your dominion. So take good care of it. You know, right? But at the end of the day, God's gonna destroy it for a really good reason to make a better one right you know so right. that's okay you know
1: exactly and uh number eight commit to a path of lifelong learning compassion and selfless love hmm.
0: can i see that yeah i don't remember reading that one oh, yeah. commit to a path of lifelong learning compassion and selfless love i like that yeah commit to a path of lifelong learning good compassion good and selfless love
1: i can totally Get behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean we're progressive? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're one eighth progressive. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> ah. Say what? <laughs> the buttons coming in. Handy you got quite, us there. Wait <laughs> a, yes. a bit. Yeah. Wait a bit. Yeah. So we can get back to uh, what the video was mm-hmm. that we were watching, and uh, so. I'm sorry, I'm reading some notes here that I had written down. uh, That, well, one of the things that he brought up, I don't know if we addressed this or not, but when he brought up the fact that Jesus was just a guy, right? He was just a man who at some point realized that he could be one with this, this mystical not even deity really, but mystical power of the universe, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's called the Christ. Yeah. And so he wasn't the Messiah, which is what Christ means. Right. But this, this oneness with the universe is what, what is the Christ. That's what saves you. And that salvation isn't salvation from death or the penalty of, of sin Mm -hmm. and to eternal life but that salvation is freedom Mm -hmm. and not freedom like (laughs) like like, freedom church freedom yeah or or like actual freedom that we might find in in our constitution or or -hmm. the things that aren't written into the constitution you know it's like that's freedom but the freedom to be to live your own truth It's such a twist.
0: Everything is twisted. It's such a twist.
1: Oh, my goodness. So salvation means freedom, you know, and it's like, yeah. Okay. Now there's a reality to that.
0: Yeah. But you have to define the terms and (laughs) there's none of that going on because they're not about defining terms, you know, because that would be too, you're getting too clear on things. It's got to be more amorphous and, you know, like not clear. Um, But I, I, I did not understand what he meant at all by the Christ thing at all because Peter who do you say that I am you are the Christ the son of the living God like maybe I'm not understanding even what the point is of it but it's like you are the Christ you are the Christ not the
1: you said that already <laughs> I don't know how else to put it <laughs>
0: <laughs> like so I, maybe I just don't even understand the point of it but it's like the Christ is not out here somewhere. The Christ is in a person.
1: Yes. The Christ is, is a person. the person. You are
0: yes. the Christ. Did well, I say a, that?
1: Already? Look at what he did, yes. Look at what he did with those terms. We'll go back to this, son of God and son of man. Look at what he did with those terms. He didn't reference back to the Old Testament right. where Jesus was speaking to the people who would have known what those terms meant. right? You know, it's like when he said that he's the son of man, that meant something yep. to the Jews. That was a big deal yep. statement. That wasn't a little thing. No, it
0: means you're sitting at the right hand yes. of the Father, and uh, given well, a kingdom that has all <laughs> dominion and authority to, right. him, to reign like, forever and ever.
1: That was that. I mean, they, they wanted to stone him for blasphemy. right? More than once. Yep. You know, it's because of these statements that he made, mm-hmm. the I am statements, yep. the, this son of man, it's like, what? Like, who do you think you yeah. are? He's like, I am. I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they picked up stones right. to stone him. Yeah. <laughs> and he got lost in the crowd somehow. That's somehow. my paraphrase. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be paraphrasing the whole Bible at some point. No. I'm, kidding. Uh-uh. I'm, just, uh-huh. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> Pastor Jamie paraphrase. Oh, oh man. PJP. <laughs> that would be dreadful. um Yeah. No, let's stick with the word. Um, But uh, the other thing that he brought up, which was frustrating for me, is because... Nothing else was frustrating. Well, all of it was frustrating, but, but for me in particular, was when he was bringing up this divine DNA. <laughs> because I had preached, I'm like Jamie. That's what you were just talking about. <laughs> I'm like, you what? knew you were going to get him. Why are you going to do that? You know. And uh, but but anyway, so his idea of the divine DNA is that this this divine um, substance, I guess, that is the Christ, Right, right? that is f- filling all of the things in the universe. It's in everything, mm-hmm. just like Brahman. It's, ex- it's-, it's Hinduism right there. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's the divine DNA. And we have some of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And now, you know, my message was not that. No, that no. That was not that, is that we're children of God, the living God. The one true God, (laughs) creator of all things. Yeah, and also
0: that you become a child Mm. of God through faith in Christ. And it's not something that's automatically like in Mm. the universe already, you know.
1: And we receive the Holy Spirit. We we become part of the vine where we get our nourishment if we abide in Him and His word abides in us. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, all of those, yeah. And your point was the
0: Holy Spirit who was among the people. Now he will be in exactly. you, like Jesus yeah, says. Exactly. And so, if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, then you have a part of. I think you were mentioning yeah. God's DNA yeah. God's, in you because yeah. the Holy Spirit is within you. Right. right. And then you have the fruit of the Spirit,
1: which is outpouring right. of
0: what's already inside. And that's
1: you. the work we were talking about that before. That is the work of the Spirit. You know, and he's he's a comforter. He yeah. leads us in the truth. Convicts you of sin. Convicts you of sin, but he wants to grow the fruit he wants mm-hmm. us to bear fruit and he wants to transform transform us into that that image of christ and and cause us to bear the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. like that's the goal you know yep. it's to bear fruit bear much fruit um so the image of yeah. the real christ yeah exactly like an actual the human. actual yeah the yeah. actual christ the god man um, so and it was interesting too he brought up ego you know, this, uh, the little, the small voice, you know, and, uh, and I was like, well, and, and this was like, kind of like a, he was using it in a derogatory way. And that this ego is bad because it's telling you things that disagree with his message, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing <laughs> his, his message, but, uh, but essentially that's, and I'm going, Hey, maybe that's your conscience. Right. You know, maybe that is the that conscience that God placed in you. When when that gets pricked and you and it, it goes, hold on, this is not necessarily true. Maybe there is a re, real mm-hmm. reality to things, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and then you you know, his encouragement is, you need to just shut that off. Mm-hmm. You no, know, that's get rid of negativity that and... and quench that. You know, don't yeah. worry about the the conscience. Not that he said conscience, yeah. but that's how I would take that, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you mentioned all gods, right? Uh, but what I thought was a good, was a really good point that you brought up was that what, what is... Oh, did we go through this? Maybe we did. Um, but uh, <clears throat> what, what is the end of things that... Oh, we did, we referenced anxiety. Uh, but in the class, you we were talking about depression. Yeah. So the things like that, you know, there is, there's, we're in a world right now where there is no hope. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 may have, maybe they're, they believe some, I, I don't know if you'd call it hope, but mm-hmm. but they, I don't even know, they would have nothing. You know, I'm trying to get to where I'm, I'm, I'm seeing someone's point, but I'm not seeing it, you know, someone from the class and I'm just not seeing any hope at all in, in folks who are going through like the, the transgender stuff, you know, where people are, are having surgeries and they're going through all this and they're depressed and they're facing and, and not, not just because of that, but, but depressed because, you know, they, um, Maybe they just have depression. Maybe they just, maybe they are, they're struggling with a, a desire that, that they think is, well, maybe this is wrong, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh, but they have no hope. And we have hope. Yeah. We have the message of hope. We have the life-changing message that brings purpose and meaning and hope. And that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And the culture is full of people looking for these things. And we were talking about, we're hoping to soon, get uh print out some some flyers really and invite young men especially mm-hmm. to come to to church and be challenged you know and this was a reference that jordan peterson had brought up and he was he, and it, it was funny because he was talking about how he doesn't necessarily feel like he has any any say for the church you know he, he it's kind of out of his, mm-hmm. his wheelhouse in his place but but what he sees in the culture and he sees the power of the the church that we should be challenging young men with the most challenging things possible, because that's what they're longing for. Because this in the culture, all of these progressive ideas that we just went through and this, the progressive ideas presented in this, this preaching, whatever, um, church service, it's it all comes down on to the masculinity of men you know it, it mm-hmm. attacks that because all of this is very very emotional yeah. very um, very feminine really and yeah. no offense to to women but there is a reality to yeah. the to the differences in a man, man and a woman mm-hmm. and and men want to be challenged they want and right now there there's there's no challenge out there. You know, they're, they're being, being told that, that their, their masculinity is toxic, yeah. that all of these, the, um, who they are is they need to soften who they are. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, ladies, you don't want a man like that, right? You want a man that is, and it's funny cause, um, this is going to sound maybe, maybe too out there, but there, Think through it. I would encourage you to think through it. Men should be monsters under control. Mm-hmm. We should be we should be able to stand so firmly on principle that we're willing to stand um, against anything that that attacks what we believe confidently, yep. and we should not be cowards. Right. We should be we should be strong. We sh- and we sh- but we should be loving. Yeah. We should be able to that's to do the things we're, we're called to do in Christ. Be all men, uh, be all things to all men, right. so that we might save some. Mm-hmm. And die to ourselves. Like that's not an easy no, thing. It's not. That is very difficult. Take up your cross daily and follow yeah. me. That is, that is, if there's anything that's heavy, it's the cross. Yep. And praise God we have, we're yoked with Christ mm-hmm. to bear it. But the men should be able to love their wives and their children. And be tender where they need to be tender, yeah. but when it comes time to protect their family, they turn into an animal. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's who we should be. Mm-hmm. And and there's a reality to that. And there's that. But like I said, it's it's under control, and we're under the Lord's control, the, the Holy Spirit's control. We're bearing the fruit of the Spirit, but that doesn't take anything away from, well. When I have to, yeah. I have to it's stand on, for it's, truth, yeah. when it's when, on, it's on. Hey, look, yeah, exactly. look at what
0: Jesus did in the temple. When they're they're exactly. selling the doves yeah. and the pigeons, and he's not like, oh, you have your truth and I have my, my truth. And he's got to be inclusive of even the people selling pigeons. He's like, no, right. <laughs> this is a house of God. You come in here trying to, to, to sell things in it. You've missed the whole point. <clears throat> I'm going to trash this whole place until it becomes clean again. Because that is what God wants. Yeah, even when He said to the what he, when He was challenging the Pharisees and stuff, like some of the things that He said yep. are harsh because
1: Your sons are the He devil. was.
0: Well, also because He was protecting His yeah. own too, you yeah. know. Um, and when people come against the people of God, especially bringing in false religion and false teaching like that, you, we have to be prepared to stand up for the truth of God's word. And not with swords, you know, and things like that. You know, Jesus said, if, if I, my kingdom was of this world, it, was, it would be with swords and with fighting. Um, and yet, it should still be with power yeah. and under control still, you know. But, um, yeah, to, but to take up the cross. Um, that's what, what you were saying before. Which I, I love that line of, you don't have enough strength
1: to Oh be a you Christian. oh you can you're not tough enough you're not to tough enough to be a
0: Christian because I, I'm sick of this message of like come try Jesus like see if it works for you kind of a thing. It's like that's not how Jesus was. And Jesus is like take up your cross do you know the cost of being a disciple right. and the cost of being a disciple is you're gonna lose your life. But you're gonna gain Christ. Right. And so Well you're gonna lose your better. life
1: but then you you're gonna gain real life. Right. Too. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know, so it's, it's, you have to be willing, though, to do whatever it takes. Yeah. And, and what,
0: for, for a person in the world who's, you know, not, not a Christian. And like, I always wonder, like, what does success look like for them? Because, sure, maybe you're not dealing with depression this week. Sure, maybe you didn't do any, like, that, that many sins. And maybe you have finances under control and stuff. So it's like, okay, so what is your end goal? What is your purpose still for it? Well, to watch Netflix and chill, you know, and (laughs) until I like die, you know, it's like, that is not like, is there nothing transcendent? Is there nothing more than just I'm getting through with now? I'm watching the game and I'm feeling good and I'm dropping a couple beers and we're good, you know, like, is there anything more to that? And that's what you're saying. Like we have the hope where, yeah, maybe you're going to have to deny some your sinful flesh and stuff, but the stuff you get in return, love, joy, peace, Patience, kindness, all these things, eternal life, yeah, yeah. right, which, which the progressive Christian um, pastor um, totally missed that point. Yeah. And even if he talked about freedom and you talked about even maybe peace or, or things like that, unity, those are all symptoms of being a Christian, but you can't, you can't discount the eternal life and the forgiveness of your sins that Christ gives you. It's a package deal. You get the forgiveness of Christ, which means you have eternal life. Yes, right now, but also when you die, Jesus said, if anybody believes in me, don't worry about dying, because if you die, you're going to live, right? right. Um, but you also, in this life, you do get eternal life now too, the best life, the yeah. life to the fullest. Yeah. In your anxiety and in and uh, you, you sin and you mess up, but you have something to fall back on. You have Christ, um, not as a crutch, but as the, that peace, that surpasses all understanding, sure. and then hope for eternal
1: life too. Yeah. And and without we, that, you have nothing. And you know? we have, we have everything that we need, right, for life and godliness. We have the the. So, he tells us that he wants to give us life and life more abundantly. Yeah, and he does that. He does the work. He is the catalyst. He he does that work for us, mm-hmm. so that we can have the best life possible Mm -hmm. but we're given principles too Mm -hmm. to follow and if we follow those principles our life just gets better Mm -hmm. and it's like do what i say yep and this will be better right yep you know i i find that in my life a lot and uh i've struggled over over years you know of just i have certain character flaws that i that i need to deal with yeah and that just keep coming up. You don't up say. And coming up, <laughs> say what? <laughs> um, but uh, but I but I but I know what they are, and mm-hmm. but they're they're little things that actually become big things, you know. Certain things of like procrastination, or, mm-hmm. you know. Ah, I don't feel like doing that right now, so I'll do it that do that tomorrow kind yeah. of thing. And it's a laziness or whatever it is. One thing you know, that comes to mind when I think
0: of Pastor Jamie is definitely yeah. lazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but uh, but or or it's just uh, an apathy, or whatever it is. But but I um, I I see it. I just yeah. You know I don't necessarily need to name it to be able to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think maybe. But if I would apply the principles of Scripture mm-hmm. to that thing, those things will change. Yeah and my life will get better yep. because of that mm-hmm. so there's a reality to our working these things out mm-hmm. and following the principles, principles yeah. and it's not following the principles to um, to have a better standing with god right but it's like well no i've done the work here's my principles follow these and you'll be blessed yeah you know and Because there's a natural (laughs) progression to these things. There's always cause and effect. Yeah, and it's that's not taken away. You know, when we become Christians, you know, there's still cause and effect. Yeah, you know, honor
0: your father and mother. Exactly, and so that you'll live a a long life and And go well with you. Yeah, Yeah. and it's going to go well with you. Yeah, so that these these principles, not honor your father and mother, otherwise you're going to hell. Right. You know, it's like that's not really. I think that's how a lot
1: of us see it, though. Unfortunately, a lot of a lot of Christians have that mindset of. You know, I'm doing all these things because I'm told to do them, and if I and in the back of their head, they're in the back of their mind, they're saying that well, I have to, I have to do this to please God. It's like, well, there's a level of that. You know, I want to do this because I love him. Right. I want to please him. Please him. Yeah. But the the idea that well, I have to do this to please him or else. You know, <laughs> right, and right. that's that's the problem. It's yeah. that or else, you know. And Paul talks so much about, against that yeah. kind of thing because that's and and you know, First John, yep. you know, perfect love casts out fear. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not our perfect love, me for you mm-hmm. or, or somebody else, but it's perfect love. That perfect love has come. Yeah, fear has no place right. anymore. We have no fear of judgment. Right, it's not there.
0: Or fear of death.
1: You know, so it's like. <laughs> Okay, let's just do it because we love God. Follow His principles because He wants to bless us mm-hmm. by what He's placed in. He's 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 set up this thing mm-hmm. this way that yeah. there's a cause and effect. Yeah, you know? if you love me, sense?
0: yeah, if you love me, keep my commandments. Sure, and your commandments are not burdensome. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the more you follow His commandments, which yeah. is both love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself, The better
1: things are going to go. Yeah,
0: and it's also about not doing certain things, stealing, and all that stuff. And all the sins then the better your life is going to be and also you're showing your love for Christ and you're going to be able to show your love for the brothers sure. also like John goes into in 1st John where he says you you saying you love God but you hate your brother right. so it's like so where's the yeah right where's the continuity yeah, yeah where's your consistency <clears throat> there
1: yeah um, and, and I want I always want to put a disclaimer in there you know sometimes sometimes we just you know we we are following the principles and there are seasons yes. where whether it's a testing whether it's a, whether we're being challenged with something for whatever reason or learning issue. situation health yeah health issues all that stuff like we're not you know I, I like to say broad statements but I want to put that disclaimer in there that yeah sometimes <laughs> you you you're doing the right things but things are are tough
0: ask any of the apostles but, when they're yes, on their way to their death that's right is your life better than when you started following that's jesus absolutely and they true. would say yeah. yes
1: yeah yeah, and they wouldn't that's trade true. it for that's anything. Perfect. Yeah.
0: So that's what we mean by Yeah, by
1: the matter. Lord is good all the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah, God is good. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I know that one. You can put
0: that on a shirt. <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, maybe we could use that more.
0: I think we, we just made made that
1: up. Did we just <laughs> Yeah, that's an original thought. I love it. So, um so that's, a, that's it, right? Yes. We're pretty good. I, I mean, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> yes, we're all, we're caught, all caught up. up. <laughs> um, but pretty amazing. Like This was only like a 15 minute video. And I was like, wow, are we gonna be able to There's have some stuff to material talk about. Yeah. to work with for counterculture <laughs> 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 and for counterculture ketchup? Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, man, it's just so crazy. We got the button, we got enough. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need. But um, anyway, so, well, thank you so much for joining us. To uh, end again for the comments and I would encourage you again to listen uh, or watch the video Mm -hmm. that we post that's under under our video Uh, click on that link take some time hopefully uh, the other ones were pretty long so I I think we see a lot less people watching it
0: but they're still more easy to watch than this
1: one well that's true yeah so so watch this video And we would love to have your input and kind of follow the same theme of counterculture, which is a a forum. You know, there's no talking head, really. It's just a matter of Mm -hmm. us getting together, discussing these things and challenging one another. Sometimes we have faulty understanding Mm -hmm. and we need the brothers and sisters to be able to work together to sharpen one another, Mm -hmm. you know, so, but uh, thanks for joining us for counterculture ketchup. You know, if you have enjoyed this, like I said, comment, but hit the like, mm-hmm. thumbs up thing there. I'm not too good on YouTube. That's, but you uh, think you're good that's somebody. what it is, right? Yep. Um, <clears throat> hit the like and uh, subscribe to Freedom Church NJ. And you can see, all, again, all of our videos. I've mentioned this already. See all the videos from the, the church, live stream. You can get, get all that. And uh, so I would encourage you to do that. And uh, if you can make it out on Friday nights mm-hmm. at 7.30, that's when we have counterculture and it's a great opportunity a great time we have some new folks which is uh, it's so awesome some new converts it's really it's cool. so yeah, it's cool, really cool that the lord is still changing lives
0: yeah and tell tell a friend if you know somebody uh, that this amen. is something that maybe they mm-hmm. need in their life uh just something where we can go deeper into god's word or if they need a home church or just um if you're not in the area just send them the videos of the right. podcast and um, just, yeah, get the word out. You yeah,
1: know? And if you have any subject matter you want us to yeah. go over, yeah. please put it in the comments. Yep,
0: definitely.
1: You know? And uh, we'd be happy to work it into what we're doing. Yep. And remember, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church of Christ. Say what?